you are witnesses of these things. You know, um, in our modern culture, especially here in America, we are, we are inundated with all sorts of things and information and words and images. Uh, stuff just and uh, activities just keep rolling towards us. Um, and there are so many choices. Um, I mean, just take one of those things, for example, uh, sports. Um, I mean, there are so many choices in sports today. You have, you got football, you got baseball, you got soccer, you got basketball, you have ice hockey, you have mountaineering, you have um, hiking, you have fishing, you have sailing, you have deep sea diving, you have even uh, this very strange sport, I forgot what it's called, where they, they, they push these pucks, it's on television right now. Um, anyway, they, there's so many sports that, and even if you have all these sports, uh, which one do you watch? And then do you play it, or do you just watch it? And, and that's just sports. You look at news, you look at food, you look at music, it just seems we're so overstimulated, so oversaturated with things and words and images and sounds. How are we to make sense of it? How are we to discern what, what sounds, what images, what we take in is important? Um, I think, it's, I think it's really, really hard. I, I don't think any generation has ever been so oversaturated with so much from so many sources. And, and the danger is that we, um, because we get oversaturated, we just poof, we just blank out. I, 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 we just are overloaded and we, we just get into that fog of, of nothingness and no response. We're overstimulated to the point where we block it all and get completely unsimulated. Uh, you know, teenagers are, are finding this, and we see this. Uh, teenagers have that blank look in their face, and they just go, oh, I don't know. Now, I know it's every generation. You ask them any serious question, a teenager, and they'll go, oh, I don't know. And, and the question is, is it that they don't know, or is it just that they haven't thought about it, that part of their brain hasn't yet developed, or is it that they're completely overstimulated? I think that we ourselves, all of us, adults, are overstimulated. I think we're saturated by so much. So what are we to do with all of this? Well, I want to suggest that we adopt, we adopt the spirit of Easter. And the spirit of Easter is the spirit of a beginner's mind. Why do I say that? Let me explain. What is a beginner's mind? A beginner's mind is when you're eager to learn, when you are eyes open and we're taking in all the data and something happens, we go, whoa, that's so cool. Like, do you remember that moment where you first got something and you were trying to struggle with it and then the hot moment came and the penny dropped and you got it, so to speak. And you're like, whoa, that's cool. 
or, 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 or the, the wonder of the beginning of something. I, I just met this morning on my walk one of our parishioners who was a, a seven-week-old puppy. And, and it's so wonderful, that little puppy's chirping and because everything is new. Every flower, every plant, every experience that little puppy is brand new. That is the beginner's mind. When we can look at things afresh, anew, with new eyes, willing to, willing to absorb in what is, what is precious, what is beauty. Now, with, with a beginner's mind... What we do is we take in what we said, but what we have to do is we're looking for something. Because if we're, if we're just taking it all in, then as I said at the beginning, we're overstimulating. We get too much. So with a beginner's mind with something in mind, a beginner's mind with God, the resurrected Christ in mind. Like that beautiful song that we opened with today, Alleluia, God is alive. And he's alive in you and I and creation. So, so when we take on and adopt this beginner's mind, we have to shed our, well, our self-preoccupation, our, our, our self-assurance that we have it all, our, 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 our self-preservation, if you would. Um, we have to shed the, the preoccupation that we have the answer. And that a beginner's mind takes, opens our mind. And it says, we'll see things anew. Now, we, we went through a, a part of this openness during Lent called metanoia, where we, where we trans, uh, change our mind, transform our mindset into being open. But Easter, Easter comes with a new freshness. You see, Easter says to us, uh, as Jesus says to his disciples in the risen Christ, he says, peace be with you. Uh, calmness. And said, I told you everything will be okay. I told you everything will be fulfilled according to exactly according to scriptures. And so they, and they had walked with him for three years. They had walked with him. They knew him up personal and close. And they struggled with it. So it's okay to struggle with this. But what the Easter says is that Jesus is alive. And he's alive in you and me. And he's in all creation. And that message is, is a beginner's mind that looks at everything and new. So what does that look like for us? Well, it looks like, um, like this. A couple, a couple of pointers. That, that, that we pause. And, and you do what I have said a thousand times. You, you pause and become a man and woman of prayer. And then you view life that God is in all things. That, that God is in all of creation and in every situation. And that's our premise. That's what we believe. And then we look with eyes to see where exactly is God in this moment, in this place. We first choose to believe and then we see with the beginner's eyes, open for learning today. Look, let me give it. Like, now, look, there's a couple of things that are important about this. With, with these new set of eyes, your pain doesn't radically go away. 
I mean, nothing changes insofar as the reality, the existential reality of our life. The pandemic will not be suddenly disappear. We suddenly don't have to wear masks and everything is all wonderful again. If your, your loved ones who are sick are still sick. The people who are dying are still dying. But what changes is we see God in the midst of this. We see God in the midst of our pandemic situation. We see God in the midst of the sick person and those nurses and doctors who care and the caregivers and indeed within us. That we see God in every single situation. So let me give you a couple examples. I take a walk every day and I go down Morton Avenue uh, most days and then when I'm up, I'm hiking up the mountain. There is so many flowers out right now. They are blossoming in every color and smell that you can imagine. If you are not noticing the flowers, it is not because the flowers are not there. It's because you are not noticing them. They're everywhere right now. God is alive in the flowers and the beauty of our creation. Take in the breath of life and feel it. Enjoy the presence of God. It doesn't take away your suffering. It doesn't take away your broken toe or your, your sore ankle or your pounding head. But God is alive all around us. And the squirrels are running around and then the dogs making barking and the cats meowing and whatever else do we have. God is alive when you wake up in the morning and your spouse makes you a cup of coffee and you smell the aroma of the coffee and you look at your spouse and you begin to say something and then you realize God is alive. And he or she still loves me after all these years. Surely that's a miracle in itself. You see, God is alive here and now. Look at your children or your parents and marvel at their love, their, their dedication and fidelity to you. That all these years and all the little weird things that we do that irritate them, they still love us. Or your best friend who is always faithfully there, good times and bad, to look and to say and to marvel at their love, their steadfast love, and say, God is alive. You see, my friends, the Easter season, Easter season offers us all the opportunity to be witnesses to these things. And that begins with a beginner's mind, to witness to God present here and now. Now, there are two things to a witness. A witness sees and observes, but a witness testifies to what they see and observe. So today, I'm asking every one of us, every single one of us, wherever you're watching from throughout the entire country and world, I want you to take a look again at society, at everything that's going on. Society will say to you that you keep you busy, will keep you away from these things. And then they will say, if you don't see God, it's because God is not there. It's a lie, my friends. God is alive, and he's well, and he's around us. Let us open our eyes with a beginner's mind. Let us be witness 
to Christ who is here and alive and proclaim it with our actions. With first a smile, with gratitude, with joy, and let us lift up our hearts. God is alive and we are witnesses to these things.